Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hey guys, welcome back to the My Home, My Mission podcast. I am Chris, and I am in studio today with my co-host, Jordan. Welcome back. Man, what a great day. We are continuing in this conversation topic that we were working through on the subject of dating, and we have some special guests in studio with us. So, Jordan, why don't you introduce these guys, and then we'll talk a little bit about today's episode. Yeah, we've had the the fun privilege this summer to have Nick Talley and Lacey Toyne with us as interns here Woo-hoo. at the church. And they've been doing a really great job. It's been fun getting to know them and just a super, super high quality bunch here. Yeah, man. These are some of my Pensacola uh, folks that we snatched from down in Florida that came up here. And also, uh, we're transplanting them here. Nick is going to be headed off to Southeastern Seminary in a few months when he finishes his work down in Pensacola. And uh, Lacey's coming up to continue her education, and they will no longer be a couple dating engaged at that point. They plan to get married and come this way, and if we have anything to do with it, we'll just snatch them and keep them locked in here. It'll be like Hotel California here at Inglewood, and uh, they'll not get away, and uh, so it'll be good. So, guys, we're going to talk today a little bit about uh, the subject of dating, and we've been working through... Uh, a number of different episodes in this series um, on you know how parents are to think about dating, what's a good philosophy of dating, um, and uh, that type of thing. And then we met with, we had some of your co-interns uh, that were in here that were also engaged, and they shared with us a little bit about their dating experience and maybe some of the wins and not-so-win moments from their parents' experience. And here's kind of our heart. What would it be like if you could speak to other people parents who are thinking about letting their kids start dating, the considerations they need to think, how they can keep communication and dialogue and things like that open with their uh, their kids going through. So how can you speak wisdom to some parents out there who maybe um, are going to be crossing a bridge and have a son or a daughter like you guys stepping in? So I'm looking forward to hearing uh, some of your experience and all. So you guys have been dating for how long now? And either of you can answer, but uh, Nick, she, this is a test for you. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> we'll be dating for four years on August. Good night, man. You guys have been together forever. <laughs> wow. Very good. Well, congratulations. And you've been engaged for? Since December. So seven months. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, Lacey, tell me about, um, you know, maybe your dating uh, experience. So I'm, I don't have daughters. I've not raised daughters, but I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if my daughter said to me, I think I want to date someone. And uh, all the things that in my mind I would need to do in order to prepare a hole in the ground uh, out back for her ex-boyfriend when I want all that stuff. Anyway, so tell me about that. What was it like teaching your parents that it was okay for you to date? Um, well, I told my mom first yeah. <laughs> that I was interested in Nick. Um, I don't know. It was just a lot of conversations because I really hadn't dated anyone before I dated Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew before we started dating that, like, I don't know, it, was, it wasn't just going to be like a regular relationship. Um, and so just kind of talking to my parents about, like, you know, what is this going to look like? Mm-hmm. Is it just going to be, I'm just going to date him and he's never going to come over and y'all aren't going to have a relationship with him? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, do y'all want to be involved in the relationship as well as in like, you know, having dinners together and like all of us getting to know each other. 
Um, and what's really worked for us is he has an awesome relationship with my parents and then mm-hmm. vice versa with his parents. Um, we have dinner at each other's house like every week um, and we're all just kind of friends. But I think it was just we decided as a family that he was going to be a part of the family. So why not start that process sooner rather than like right as we get engaged and they don't really know him. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. So you started with multiple conversations. You mentioned your mom. Mm-hmm. Was it like, hey, don't tell dad. I want to talk with you about this kind of thing. Or you tell dad for me. Or how did that work from your perspective? Um, well, I didn't want her to tell dad until I already went on a date with him. Because <laughs> okay. I was scared. Um, because just like growing up at like this time, yeah. guys don't want to meet the girl's dad on the first date. Uh-huh. And so I was really scared that Nick was going to be like, you know, pushed away for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted my mom to like not tell him, but she told him and he was like, oh, I'm going to meet him. So. Wow. Very good. So Nick, what was that like? And how did that go for you as far as meeting Lacey's parents? And was that, did you have a conversation with her parents before you guys started dating or how did, how, give me an idea of that perspective from your standpoint. Yeah. Um, so it's actually funny because when I asked her if she wanted to go on a first date, I asked, you know, do you want me to pick you up and stuff like that? And she was like, I, well, I can meet you there. And I was like, but I'd like to meet your parents. And little did I know that she actually didn't want me to meet her dad yeah. because she was all scared of that. But I wanted to meet her family before to just kind of gain a little bit more trust uh, yeah. before actually taking her out. Um, and so when I went over for the first date, you know, just talking with them briefly, just kind of getting the just just basic knowledge of them was just it was just comforting because they're really accepting. Mm-hmm. You know, her dad was still uh, putting on the defensive guard, you know, and made He's it very. Dad. Yes, of course. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was a good thing, though. I'd be worried if he didn't. Yeah. But he, he, you know, wanted to make sure he knew that he was still top dog and that he was allowing me to take his daughter on a date, which I was grateful for. It meant for me, uh, it, it showed that there was respect there and that um, there yeah. was there was a little bit of trust there from the start, um, trust that continued to get built uh, built up. And so I think it was important that, you know, you meet the, the boyfriend or girlfriend before really any dates or hanging out starts. I it, think that's good, man. That's really good. So the early date was that uh, somewhere else? Was it uh, was it a solo date, just the two of you? And were you did you leave the houses, or was it there among the family and just like watch a movie with her parents sitting like right between you? Or how does that work? No, we went out to dinner. Um, okay, and just we just really just it was actually cool though because we had already finished our meal and literally were sitting there for about another hour just talking just to get to know each other more mm-hmm. on the date just by ourselves and then took her home and then that was it wow very cool Lacey how old were you when you when you and Nick started dating I was 16 16 so um just curious and this helps parents because uh, I have a follow-up question were there any particular rules that you had like a certain curfew or um you had to be group dating or you could any, anything like that were there any kind of special boundaries um so my curfew was always in high school, be home by nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. But particularly on our first date, my dad said we couldn't do anything outside of going to dinner. So once dinner was over, I had to come home, Okay. Um, which was funny because he wanted to go bowling afterwards. And I was like, well, my dad said we can only go to dinner. I'm sorry. Um, but other than that, that was really it. There were no 
no other rules other than being home by a certain time. Okay. And then knowing what we were doing and where we were going. All right. Good. Good. How about on your end, Nick, when you first started dating, how old were you when you first started dating? Even before before Lacey. I'm you dated some other people before Lacey, is that right? Sadly. Sadly, okay. Well, <laughs> I wish, if, they're listening, I wish, uh, yeah. if, if they're part of the millions of people listening to our podcast, I hope they don't realize it was sad for you. But anyway, I got the idea. Um, but no, uh, I think I was probably 15. 15? Okay. So, but. Uh, did you have like rules, uh, curfew and stuff like that in your home in the dating consideration or anything like that? Uh, yes. Uh, when I did first started dating, um, I was 15. I couldn't drive. And so obviously that kind of determined when mm-hmm. I was home and stuff like that. But just knowing where I was and what I was doing. And if that location changed, then, you know, inform my parents that I was, you know, Hey, I'm going back to this place or I'm going bowling or I'm going somewhere. Uh, Just really just keeping my parents updated so that they know where I was. And then my curfew was when they said, it's time to come home. I'm coming to get you. Nice. Nice. So it wasn't a hands-off thing like, oh, you're the boy. Just go ahead and do anything you want to. Come home whenever you feel like it was. They were just as concerned about you in the process. Did they want to meet Lacey when you guys started dating? They want to meet Lacey on the front end or very early in the process or? Uh, They wanted to meet her and I wanted to her to meet her, but it just kind of, after our first date, like two days later, I had wisdom tooth surgery. And so it didn't really, there wasn't a time, but then they ended up meeting her anyways. Um, but did you have chipmunk face when they did that? Cause you had wisdom teeth. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. That's taking their relationship to a whole nother level right <laughs> off the bat, man. Yeah. Very cool. So tell me about, uh, where, when you guys started dating, was faith kind of a big deal for the two of you at that point in your own personal walk? Yes. Yeah. Were you attending church together at that point? No, no. Okay. So, um, how did you meet? Well, I knew of Lacey in high school, and yeah. she knew of me. And then it just kind of, over the summer, um, it just kind of, I don't know, kind of had an interest in her. And so I kind of reached out to her and uh, just tried to start off some conversations to see what she was about. Um, Did you know I offered to check your intentions as part of your dating, Lacey? I'm i Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So full disclosure, uh, Pastor Jordan, I was Lacey's pastor, I think, when they first started dating yeah. or yeah. it just stopped. So uh, I think her dad, when he's like, Lacey's going to go out with somebody, I said, if you need me to take care of this, nobody ever suspects the pastor. I can certainly <laughs> oh, take man. him and just quiz him and find out what's going on. Because I've known Lacey since she was, you know, uh, man, since, gosh, at least uh, Hannah Grace's age. Wow. You know, so. so you had a dad and a pastor. To deal with. That's, <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. So by the way, same offer for you and yours. I'm, I can really oh, take man. guys out. So you're covered. So I think, I think a lot of, a lot of people are looking out for my little girls. Oh, that's, that's exactly fun. right. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's exactly right. There's watch a reason. Out, watch out boys. This is why I drive a pickup truck so we can set the full image and everything. So anyway. What do you think from your parents' perspective for either of you, when you started dating, what do you think your parents were going through? Or have they ever told you about things they were going through as far as their anxiousness about you dating others or anything like that? Well, for me, it was actually um, pretty cool because for a long time, my mom, well, probably about two years or so, my mom had been praying for me to find someone that uh, would, you know, like, encourage me in my faith mm-hmm. and wouldn't just be a good person for me to be with and she was thinking of it being a girl but she never prayed for it to be a girl and mm-hmm. then i met nick 
And so now she's like, I should have been praying for a girl, but it's okay because we got Nick out of that. Uh, so they were just very thankful that I had met someone who whose family was really involved with church and who had like, you know, his his own faith mm-hmm. um, with God. Yeah. So I'm assuming since you've been dating, now I'm just meddling now, but uh, since you've been dating, everything's just been kind of like rainbows and unicorns. I mean, you guys have just been, it's perfect. There's never any challenges or anything like that. It's silent in the Dating studio. has been fantastic yeah. at times. <laughs> at, at times. <laughs> very well said. So, um, all right. So that opens the door for a really neat one. So let's just say, and maybe you don't know this from personal experience, but let's just say um, you're talking to parents and they've got uh, kids dating and there's a bad situation. Um, either unmet expectations or um, there needs to be a breakup or there's an issue or whatever. How do you help a parent know from your perspective? How should they handle that? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, Conversations have been really good. And like, you know, being able to have a conversation about your child's significant other is good and allows for a lot more uh, knowledge and help in that area. but one thing that might be helpful is the parents need to understand that their child is different from them and their own relationship. And so when they are having conversations with them to tread lightly, because what, what their marriage, what they do in their marriage might not look the same in their relationship or the, the relationship that their child has. And so it's great to have conversations and discussions and try and like work through issues if the, you know, the child's mm-hmm. having issues in the relationship. But just keeping an open mind that not every single relationship is the same uh, is beneficial. Man, that's great wisdom. Uh, just from a counseling standpoint, to recognize not everybody's you. Um, they're independent people in their own circumstance and everything. Um, so that's good. Did uh, Lacey, let me ask you, was there any any preparation that your mom gave you as you were thinking about dating? Um, any, of, any of the stories of... Uh, of, you know, here's here's the best way for you to date or here's some things to look out for or uh, maybe even experiences she had gone through in her dating life uh, before she married your dad and all of that neat stuff that were helpful to you that might be helpful to another set of parents talking to their daughter? Um, I think just having the conversation of your relationship isn't going to look like what you see on TV. It's hmm. not going to be perfect and you don't need to have you need to have high standards, but don't have high expectations of the person that you're dating. As in, like, when I was growing up and I see the way that, like, you know, how my dad would, like, spoil my mom to death. And Nick spoils me to death, but in different ways. And mm-hmm. so to be able to have the conversation of, you know, make sure that you keep your standards, but don't make it to the point to where if he doesn't do everything the exact way you want it to do, that you're ready to throw away the relationship. I see. That makes sense. Same kind of question for you, you, Nick. Was there any preparation from your parents' side of things or maybe stories of their own experiences that kind of helped prepare you and as you were thinking about dating or anything? Stuff that was helpful or maybe stuff not so helpful if you'd wanted to share any of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I can remember like my early, earliest conversations about relationships with my dad and hunting trucks you know, on mm-hmm. back roads for a couple hours. But um, those conversations really just consisted of just putting God first and like making sure that God is the center of that relationship. 
And if God, if you're focusing on God, God's going to bless you with someone to come on right beside you. And then as long as that person is also has God at the center, then, you know, you both are working towards God and you're getting closer when you're both heading in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And so he always encouraged me to, to not settle basically for, for, you know, outwardly appearance or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. to settle for someone who's has a heart after God. Man, that's such a good piece of advice, too. Uh, wow, that's really good. Um, let me ask you you guys this. Was there places in your relationship, and I don't think either of your sets of parents listen to our podcast, so they're part of the eight people in America that don't. And By the way, I'm making all of that. There's like eight people who do listen to our podcast. But anyway, <laughs> so um, were there ever a temptation to keep like y'all's relationship in the secret zone, or was there... Um, not like, hey, I'm dating Nick, but I don't want anybody to know, but, you know, hey, Nick and I are wrestling through this, or we're thinking about this, or here's what we're dreaming about, but I don't want to tell my parents because none of their business, or we might not communicate well, or was there good communication about y'all's relationship with your parents so that they were, I'm going to want to put words in your mouth, but maybe they were more partners in the new relationship than obstacles that you felt the need to overcome in the relationship. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my parents have been, they've been great. They've been more of, like you said, like partners. They encourage us with every decision that we want to make. Um, and obviously they give us like counsel and wisdom and everything, but they, from the start of everything, they're like, if you feel like this is what God wants you to do and you're in his will, then we want to do whatever we can to, um, help you. And so it's been easy for us to have conversations, uh, to tell them like, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. How do you feel about this? And at first I was always scared to have that conversation with them because I didn't know how they'd feel. But now it's like they're the first people that I go to whenever we're thinking about doing something different or mm-hmm. um, just weighing out different options. Very cool. How about you, Nick? Same thing for me. My parents have been very like partners almost in, in different spots in our relationships whenever I've gone to seek wisdom from them or, or just have conversations about what our next steps might be. They've always been really open to hearing me and um, just listening to what I have to say before ever offering advice, just having that open ear first before ever speaking. So so do you like buy a relationship like that at Walmart or how did your parents develop that level of trust for you guys that you'd be open and willing to communicate like that with them about, you know, a relationship a dating relationship. I mean, I think we had to be honest and open with them first so that they would be mm-hmm. that, that such good parents and in, in our relationship, we just, we had to, we had to trust them with what we were telling them and we had to be open and honest with them. Um, and so that's how we, we got lucky, but you can't find it at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> maybe, maybe Publix, maybe but not, Publix. Not Walmart. Hilarious. And all. I would think that'd be a tough thing to maintain too. that, that trust that a, a parent would have, or that you would have, well, really the trust that, uh, you would have in your parents and sharing things about your relationship. What are some things if somebody's listening today and they're asking the question, how do I keep the trust? of my child and that they'll keep the openness about their relationship. What are some steps those parents can take to be able to, to keep things open with their kids? 
I think just keeping an open mind and always saying what you're like telling them with love, even if it's something like, even if you think they have a bad idea or they're going to make a bad decision, don't make it sound like you're getting on to them, but like you're communicating with them because the moment that, you know, you would feel like um, you've disappointed them or something, you're not going to want to go back at least the next time something comes up. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, we've talked about we've talked about the reaction a lot, the the parental rela- reaction to news, yeah. whatever that may be, and so that that's kind of a common denominator. Yeah. Take here. a breath or a pause, the ten yeah. second rule, all of those that yeah. we talked about. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, wow. Hey, what um, uh, if if a parent were a, about to hear, hey, this relationship's not going where it needs to be. And I know you, you guys are engaged, you're going to get married, but you got to kind of play pretend for a second. How could a parent, what kind of reaction would you want to hear from a parent that there's bad news that's just come up? How would you want them to react to you guys if you were bringing them bad news? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Good. I'd probably want them to just kind of take a moment, pause, and just let me share what that bad news might be, you know, and then afterwards you know, maybe give it a little bit of time before, you know, trying to fix it, trying to fix it. Right. I know for, for me and being a, being a guy fixing and, you know, if there's a problem, I want to fix it is like my first natural instinct. I feel triggered right now. Stop it. So anyway, yeah, uh, (laughs) but yeah. And just, you know, maybe even just taking a step to pray with them about that issue that came up and just, and just give it some time. Let it, rest and wait for them to kind of be like, what do you have to say? What, what can I do to fix this problem after, after that bad news is delivered? Wow. Good. Would you offer anything different than any of that, Lacey? I mean the same thing. And then just remember that there, the child's probably in a sensitive place. So to still, you know, like I said, react with love and Mm -hmm. patience and not try and push anything or pry anything and just yeah. Yeah. Let the conversation flow. Final question for me then. Um, what's too young to date or too, yeah. What's too young or were you guys kept in the closet too long? You weren't allowed to date young enough. So what do you think that right dating age is, or is there one? I think if you can drive when, whenever you get your driver's license is a good time to date. Okay. It, yeah. When you're, whenever you do, you know, get your driver's license and you get that, that driver's test done and stuff, it does bring a lot more responsibility on, you know, cause you know, you don't want to be reckless and an endangerment to society on the roads. Mm-hmm. And so having that responsibility shows and being able to carry that responsibility shows that you're probably ready to have a relationship. Gotcha. So. That's good. That's good. Same. Yeah, no younger than 16 is what I would think. No younger than 16. Yeah. If I had a daughter, I would think no younger than 40, but that's just <laughs> me. That's just me thinking out loud. So, the uh, Anything else on your mind there, Pastor Jordan? I don't think so. This has been good. Man, it has been. And you guys don't know how helpful it is to a set of parents 
the longer we've been parents, the longer we've raised children and, you know, done life, the further away we are from the perspective of someone going through it. So mm-hmm. what you've been sharing is solid gold. It's very helpful to the folks listening. And I hope you have found this to be a helpful day and that uh, this conversation with Nick and Lacey has been fruitful for you. If you have feedback or thoughts or you need to talk to Jordan or I, then you feel free to hit us up the contact that follows. Otherwise, we'll talk with you again soon. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.